This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. Have you seen that they've brought the breakfast wrap back? Oh, have they? Yeah, they have. I can't wait to get my hands on one. I don't doubt it, mate. I'm looking forward to trying their cheesy bacon flatbread. Oh, you saw. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Join us today as we talk about the massive victory over Barrow on Friday night. We look ahead to Mansfield Town's visit on Saturday, and then we answer some of your questions off Twitter. Welcome to Barrow Pod. Bursting from midfield is Mourinho. Well, if that is the goal to win the promotion, it's certainly worthy of it. On Old Trafford Cracker in front of the Stratford end. All right, boys, how's it going? Nice. Well. How are well. we doing? Well done, boys. You managed to talk over each other completely there. Uh, no, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I'm I'm just just sort of getting getting over a bit of a a bit of a man flu. Got a bit of a cough still, but I'm feeling a lot better. So uh, not too bad. Jay, you've been ill as well, mate. How are you feeling? Everyone has been ill this week, haven't they? It's mental. It's just going round. Oh, seen, mate. It does okay. seem to be, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, it's crazy. But, um, uh, yeah, I'm uh, on the mend and I'm going to sweat it out later, hopefully, with a few Borough fans playing a bit of football later. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Nice work. Uh, obviously, Patrick is uh, Patrick is not here, in case you uh, are confused by the dulcet tones of the third mystery person. I can't remember if I've said your name yet, Dean. But anyway, Dean's here. Dean Seeley. Hello, mate. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me. Finally. <laughs> my, well, my, availability, you know, my availability finally ties in. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I feel like, you know, it, it's almost become like a, I'm just going to ask him, he's not going to say yes. Because <laughs> he's always too busy doing something else. It's living. <laughs> Yes. Dean is uh, my Monday night man crush. Like chasing around after Dean on a Monday evening, getting hot and sweaty with him. He's a beautiful human being. Get, get that in a hashtag. Monday night man oh. crush. <laughs> oh Look, even his little picture on here is gorgeous as well. What a stunning man you are. Anyway, enough <laughs> of that. Let's talk about. I don't think massive win in the instructions correct though. You weren't you weren't even there, Nate. It was Oh well, look, numbers the num- we'll get into it, right? The numbers. I know that numbers the numbers look good, but uh we'll we'll get into it. Um right now. Uh talk to me about talk to me about the game then. Because I've got to tell you, from my point of view, I was sat in a hermitage in Hitchin, getting more and more and more irritated by the fact that I wasn't there because my phone just kept going, bing, go. Bing, go. Bing, go on. By the end, the the lovely people I was with were having a rot old laugh at me. Oh, it was uh, it was sublime. I must say, however, 
I stood pitch side with a couple of the uh, foundation ladies before the game and we were looking at each other and we were just like, oh no, this has got bad feelings written all over it. And then uh, quite a lot of us stood by the tunnel on there. On, on Friday night and just overwhelmed by what we saw. It was just the best Borough performance. And we've said it on this podcast for for months now that we are due to whack someone. And it was Friday night when you weren't there, so unlucky. Absolutely didn't expect it. Yeah, a lot of the uh, yeah. voices in the East were suggesting it was like a bit of a banana skin game. And yeah, yeah I mean, coming away from that, it's just absolutely buzzing. Yeah, so, I mean... <laughs> So my take on my take on obviously as it was happening, I was like, oh my god, we must be playing electric. And then, and then I looked at the, uh, I looked at the stats at the end of the game, and it don't look. If if you didn't know the score and you looked at the stats, you'd be like, hmm, Barra might have edged that. They had more shots, uh, and uh, I mean they didn't have any on target, which obviously. It does become a problem, but they had more shots than us. Uh, they the possession was literally 0.2% difference. Um, we had a slightly better pass success rate. There, we had a few couple more dribbles. We won the aerial duel, um, but then they were more more competitive. They won more tackles. They dispossessed us more. Um, really, really even game stats wise, generally. Um, our player ratings were significantly higher, though. They had a lot of really poor ratings. And I guess that just comes from errors, right? That comes from mistakes people are making. And, you know, that Farms, Farms made a mistake for uh, the second goal and arguably gifted another one later on as well. So it's a bit... And then there was an old own goal for the final game, a goal as well. So it the numbers don't really... T- tell the whole story do they so just walk me through the game boys walk me through the game how you how you felt it because obviously Ooh. you're you're there you're saying you know we we were fantastic we were great but as well i've seen a lot of a lot of talk about actually you know steve evans even in his post-match press conference he's saying things like you know we were really good but barrow were nowhere near as bad as the scoreline suggests uh, you know i've just seen so many conflicting reports of how the, the game went and you know even the stats, the stats say one thing, but the score says something else. So tell, tell me, tell me exactly, sort of, you know, um, go for it. It's funny, it's funny you talk about the stats because uh, it was about, I don't know, sixty minutes, and I thought I'd go on and have a look at. I was stood next to Terence Van Kooten, and uh, we were talking about the stats, and I went on and had a quick look on one of the sites that I use. And you're absolutely right; it was it was really narrow, about fifty-two forty-eight in our favour, but realistically, they had nothing. Nothing going forward at all that I would say would be memorable to anything, anything good at all. But I spoke to a couple of fans before the game, and actually I spoke to Farms because he's a he's an amazing guy. I really like Paul Farman, but I thought we'd uh, throw him a uh, a spanner in the works by introducing him to the most famous, likable person in football, just as he was walking off the tunnel. Your friend, Nate, um, and he wouldn't yeah. leave Farman alone. It was brilliant. And I was like, I have got you, Farms, big time. I said, oh, have you ever, spoke, have you ever spoke to Farms? And he's like, no, nah, never. I said, go and speak to him. He's great. He's a lovely bloke. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't leave him alone. Uh, <laughs> I even um, ended up having taken a picture of him and Farms on his phone. And you could just see Farms go on Twitter and find it. He was just like, I do not want to be here talking to you. Leave me alone. And I was like, I've rattled you big time. I <laughs> not am. Saying, I am not saying there's anything to do with me. 
I'm just sure <laughs> that I didn't I didn't get to experience that. I might go and pull the uh, picture off of his uh off of his Twitter and use that as our uh, pro <laughs> as our like podcast title image, but then just edit the other bloke out. Oh, it was it was fantastic. I love, I love that you won't even say his name. <laughs> he was like, I said, oh, you got to meet Fonz. He's a right character, and to be fair to Paul, I love him, but he's yeah. always got a clanger in him. And I'd said that's quite a few fans pre kickoff. Yeah, you've yeah. got nothing to worry about. Fonz has always got a clanger. Um, we'll dissect it with the first goal, and I don't think he was at fault with it. But everyone was like, oh, he was rooted. But from where I stood, Dean, were you on the East Terrace Friday? Yeah. Yeah, we, so we initially got... thought it had gone wide, given his how little reaction there was from him. Yeah, it's... yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've seen. Right. I, so the 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 club tweeted a view from like it must have been probably like the towards the away end slightly um, from like the west stand. Um, it's right. It's almost right behind Reevesy as he's as he's struck it. It's that kind of angle. And you see the movement in the ball, like it just left, right, left, right, left, right, on its way in. There's no, there's no surprise that it's gone all the way in. It looks like absolute belter. It moves. Um, you, like... you are, you are right that Farms, Farms does have a bit of that about him. He was phenomenal for so long for us, and he, and he, over the course of the what two seasons he was here, he probably won us half the points more or less yeah. single-handedly. He was that good. But there were times when we dropped points late on because he'd absolutely shat the bed. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, you can't fault his distribution. I think he's a great goalkeeper. Um, I won't have a bad word said about him. He was really kind to uh, my son and me. When my, when my dad passed away, they invited us up to the uh, training ground one day and already had a training session with him. He gave him his shirt and his gloves. So they, like, I love him to bits. He's a great guy, but... You always have that thing in the back of your mind that you know that you know that Farms is gonna gonna make a clangor. Um, but for the first goal, certainly that ball moved in two different directions. And the funny yeah. thing was, just before Reeves's shot, and I I can't tell. So I was still at the tunnel, just in just behind the home dugout. I'm still not sure whether it was one of the guys on the bench or one of the coaching staff, or simply. Sorry, my dog's going mental. Uh, whether it was. Um, someone in the crowd that shouted out shoot and he shot like a second after someone had shouted shoot and in that position no one would ever do it but yeah he had a go at it and boy did that ball move I was thought what I was going to say the win once he touches that out of his feet it just looks so deliberate and controlled and then, yeah. and then obviously the way he hit it and you know obviously not from the east but seeing it in the replays and that like you said the way it moved yeah it was just like yeah that was that was nice Thanks, Jake. <laughs> moving on, moving on, moving on, moving on from a goal that Farms could do absolutely nothing about to uh, to a goal that he absolutely could have done everything about, and and you know it's a shame that opposition goalkeepers don't get credited with assists, really, isn't it? Um, because uh, <laughs> he's he set Jay, he set Jamie Reed up. I mean, for, so for, first of all, the ball's come ball comes forward to sort of down the left hand side. Farms comes. The farms that comes comes racing out. He, or, he does, comes to get it initially. Defender, does defender get it first? No, farms gets farm, it first. Right. So farms sort of caches his clearance. It goes straight to Jamie Reed, who then heads it 
I'm sure a defender gets it, and then and then uh, Jamie Reed, Reed heads heads it. Reedy back. heads it back. The defender yeah. heads it out again, and then Reedy lobs the keeper. Nah, the ball comes off a of farman for, for for the actual goal. Watch it. Come off the defender. Watch uh, it. I'm fucking going. I'm going going to find it now. I'm, <laughs> I lo- I mean, I, I'm fully aware of the irony of me saying me telling you you're wrong when you were probably <laughs> less than twenty feet away from it. But I'm conv- I'm absolutely. I've watched it that many times. I'm convinced that I've got this right. Right, hang on. Here we go. So, ball's gone. Ball's gone forwards. Uh, Wasn't it Norris? Norris was involved. Yeah, Norris was chasing with the defender. Yeah, so the ball comes forward. Norris sort of pulls back. Oh fuck's sake! You are right. Oh, I balls. know. I went one right. I was there. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. Uh, Nor- Norris. Norris. If anything, fouls the defender by pulling onto his arm and holding him back. The. the- Defender gives up on it way too easy, which is why the ref don't give anything, by the way. Play to the fucking whistle, you bitch. Um, but um, he, um, yeah, so then uh, Farms plays the ball out, goes straight to Reed, who heads the ball to the Barrow player, who heads, <laughs> gives the ball back to Reed and goes, nah, have another go, mate. Yeah. And it's, I mean, the control, the control on the, the, uh, the sort of half, on the half volley to, to find the net from there. It's fantastic. You don't take four touches and then ping it over for ping it over farms who's miles out of position. Bump straight over the top. Fantastic control on that finish. It's a fan, it's such a good finish. Any more than one touch and he probably doesn't have time to get it down and over him. Like... Uh, I don't know, I don't know, because farms sort of for, for, as he goes to shoot, farms sort of pulls up a little bit and he sort of stops. And not only that, he's so out of the, he's not like, he's nowhere near sort of the middle of the goal or you know sort of central to between the goal and Reed. He's well over to the left, so I think I think Reed really does have time to take a touch and then maybe like try and ping it top corner, but he don't need to. Need it, yeah. <laughs> it was um, it was similar to Reed's one though. As soon as he touched it, you knew what he was going to do, and the place yeah. was just unbelievable, wasn't it? I mean. You watch that on a Sunday morning game of football and nine times out of ten that gets spooned over. Uh, but it oh, yeah. was just Clark. You know, as soon as it left his boot, that was signing in. I mean, it goes straight place. down the middle, doesn't it? It goes straight down the middle of the goal. And I tell you what, it's it's only a matter of... I'm just looking at it again now. It's only a matter of an in, inch or two from hitting the underside of the bar as it goes in. Um, it's, it's bloody but close. It's fantastic. That goal, though, uh, I can't remember the minute of it, but that finished the game. It was buried. The game was then finished from that 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 time right. forward. I thought that that's it. There was just they had nothing going. Oh, it was there, yeah. It was early second half, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was the fiftieth minute. Yeah, it's getting that. I, I think as a as a team on the attack, um, it's so important getting a goal late on like that, isn't it? I think it's yeah, really like, sorry late on uh, early on in the second half. It's crushing like it, either side about five five minutes either side of half time is a phenomenal time to score because it's so like so crushing for the opposition, isn't it? So, yeah, it's a proper yeah. like rhythm breaker, isn't it? Momentum, killer. yeah, it really is. Yeah, um, I thought Jamie Reed should have scored uh, again shortly shortly after he gets put through. Um, by a shit clearance from a Barry defender, Farms comes rushing out. Farms does fantastically well to stay big and sort of close down that angle. So maybe, uh, maybe Reedy, you know, probably did as maybe did as as good as he could have done. But I tell you what, Farms' legs, 
he could have gone through the middle and he could have um could have slid in. But you know, it's he, a really and it's he really also he also had the option of nods just inside him as well, didn't he? he I think that he did, one. yeah. He did. It's, and it's, it, what what a strange position to be criticizing him. Yeah, I know. Because it's because he's had a he's had a belter. And the way he wins the penalty by getting around his man, he's just trying to see the ball out and then gets chopped down by him is just a hustle on it and the the just the work rate is phenomenal, isn't it? Hustle's the word. I think he like all all that game, his running is like his energy and that yeah. he'd chase he'd chase loss causes and turn them into something and I think that again just gets you that little extra bit Was of extra position playing? in the right areas. He was, yeah. I I know I I do know he was, but I just I've seen nothing about him, and he and the way you're describing Reed is how everybody normally describes Roberts. Um, it was a little bit of a bad yeah, question, to be honest. <laughs> he was he was Reedy was just a pest. Uh, yeah. It was as simple as that. He was just on it, you know. I think the 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 nice thing we've got at the minute is you got three strikers, and I don't know if Rosie was completely fit or not. I can't tell you that, but um. Whoever we put out there in in the forward areas at the minute, just go out there, and you know they're going to go to war on teams. And you know, I feel comfortable with either Rose, Reedy, or Noz up there running around just chasing balls. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> then the final two goals of the game. Uh, obviously, we've we've had a penalty. Not really much to talk about on the penalty. Luke Luke slots it home, and I'm glad he's got. I'm glad he's got his goal. Um, but then we've got. Um, We've got a corp, a Sweeney from a corner. Um, again, it's really poor from Farman. He's rooted right center of goal on his goal line. He doesn't move. Sweeney just gets up above everyone, just nods it home. It's really, really clever, good finish because you see those blazed over all the time from Pigeon Sweeney, don't you? At the moment, and you missed another goal as well. Sorry, you missed Nozzy's other goal. Didn't oh, he header him? Yeah, so Nozzy's head, which I got moaned at for giving it to him because everyone was like, "Nah, it's an own goal." But I was like, nah, uh, uh, no, 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 that was it. Was an own goal. Sorry, it was an own goal. Yeah, all day long. Yeah, Nozzy literally don't get nowhere near it. It's it's uh, uh, a <laughs> it's an own goal, and you can and you you definitely know it's an own goal because Norris goes up to the lad lying on the ground after he's nodded it in and head. just pats him on the back <laughs> of the head. Well, which is I was if it's ever a known goal, I'm not meant to call it, if that makes sense. So I just said, no, it's my mark. I'm doing what I like. So I gave it to Noz. <laughs> Honestly, if you yeah. don't like it, do one. So, fair, yeah. fair enough. I mean, I understand why, like, from your angle, you would think that was a Noz goal. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like, but I haven't seen that. Like, obviously, you know, I've only seen it on the technically replay. So, yeah. yeah. No, it's great. There was also a part in the second half where I think we, we were stood at the uh, at the tunnel, and there, there was a phase of play when they passed the ball around about maybe twenty or even thirty times without getting the ball off of us, and it was just beautiful. It just they they couldn't get near us at all, and it's just great to see, you know, because yeah. I think everyone's decided this year that we're just a, a long ball merchant, and I know that I've mentioned it in the past on the podcast that we do quite often um, put the ball up there, but it was just great to see. Just the retention of of play was just brilliant. And everyone right. involved, one person. Yeah. Right, right. Talk to me about Dean Campbell. Oh, it, Dean yeah. Campbell, who wasn't man of the match, but definitely was. Yeah. Dean, what do you think? It, it was just, it, you know, it, everything we've said about Jake Reeves over the last, like, six or eight weeks or so, about how how he controls a game from the middle, 
was pretty much everything he did in 90 minutes like on friday it was just very very controlled just like foot on the ball just turned us forward like every every time he picked the ball up it started something and it yeah yeah very like and even without the ball just always seemed to be in the right place or, or close enough to break something up and and just yeah just brilliant really just seemed so composed and every time he did have the ball it felt like he had an extra yard to be able to create something or do something nice with it and looked after it well in fact there was a slight chris lines about him i never got to see chris lines when he was in full flight and full fitness and young and sprightly but yeah, that kind of that CDM oh. role, it was just it was great to see because really we haven't seen what I've ever thought the best of him. You've seen glimpses of glimpses of him playing well, but uh, yeah, I thought he, I thought he was magnificent. But to he, be has, fair, he, he has been coming on the last few games, isn't he? Like he had a good game. Was it against um, Gateshead the first game where it was noted yeah. that he played quite well, and then he's he's yeah. and then he's he's come on a couple of times since then, and we've been like, Do you know what? He seems to be he seems to be on the up. He seems to be improving. It's so good to see because it sort of puts us puts us in a position where maybe we don't need to strengthen in that area in January. Now we can focus elsewhere, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. Yeah, and I've been playing that Fozzy that was wasn't even on the bench on the Friday night. You know, that's just a, mm. another strength to come in or someone added. You know, yeah. and we've said for months now, we January is going to be key for our promotion promotion push. Nice, right? Um, well, that's 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 that then. Um, so we're going to go with Dar- uh, Dean Campbell as man of the match. Definitely, I think he'll be only right. Yeah, yeah. Nice. All right. Um, let's move on to uh, Saturday's fixture against uh, Mansfield Town. Um, so, first of all, uh, it was decided by between the clubs. It wasn't all Stevenage. Um, it was decided between the clubs that uh, the game will not be moved to facilitate the Mansfield Town fans returning home and watching England, who obviously kick off at 7pm. Or is it 7.40? No, it's 7pm, isn't it? Um, yeah. So, um, okay, who cares? Screw them. Um, so uh yeah, so they're in um they're not in the greatest form at the moment. They currently sit seventh in the uh in the in the table, which shows it's not been a bad season for them on the whole. Um they've got thirty-three points from ten wins, three draws, seven losses, scored twenty-nine goals, conceded twenty-seven, so they're quite leaky at the back. <coughs> um in the last six, uh they've uh, lost lost uh three Drawn once and then won twice, um, with uh, their most recent game being a uh, 2-1 win over Colchester. Uh, make of that what you will. Um, I feel like we never do well against Mansfield. And I'm a little bit nervous yeah. about this one. It's a different time to play them, really, isn't it? Saying you're in seventh position in that, in that last... Yeah. Uh, playoff spot. Although, um, although, although on um, on Twitter they do their fans do seem to be uh, 
a bit down on their form recently, and I've seen a few few mentions that they're they're expecting to get a bit of a hiding on Saturday. Well, I think if you put the the, the boot on the other foot, who wants to come to Stevenage at the minute? You know what I mean? At the Lamex Stadium, oh, no. where it's just we're phenomenal. You'd you'd fear it, wouldn't you? You probably wouldn't even go. And I think the three o'clock kickoff makes it even harder for them. To be fair, um, they seem to be really unhappy, don't they? Because it was a game where I think did we try to get that off? Try to get it we, abandoned we got or it, moved? We got it postponed, didn't we? We got it yeah. moved because uh, because of COVID. Um, so I seem to I, I just seem to be clearly blocking out the last few seasons and just assume everything's gone bad because we actually haven't lost mm-hmm. lost against them since 2019. And in fact, our last three games against them have been uh, a two-nil victory, a two-one victory, and a one-nil victory. Um, and then before that, two-nil nils. So, um, so by all accounts, we've actually done pretty well against them. Um, and we so we win the head-to-head nine-three with three uh, nine wins, three losses, three draws. So, uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe we got a hide in somewhere and. No, we didn't even get. I, I don't know why. I think that we'd always do badly against them, but I just, again, just a bit. I need to get out of this mindset that we're still twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one Stevenage. I think maybe that's just what it is. Maybe I'm just still expecting us to I, return to shit. I know. I know what you mean. There's some. There's constantly something in the back of your mind that says somebody's going to give us a hiding at some point. I f- yeah, I, I feel yeah. like we've already had it. I feel like where, when we, yeah, when we went to Bradford, that was like, given now we'd still had a bright start, that was like an anomalous result. But yeah. I just, I feel like they've just kicked on from there, and I don't, I don't feel, I don't feel as nervous about any any game really at the moment with them. Um. Just to add to that, so I've, I've found a new hobby on match day. So when the half-time whistle comes, uh, mm-hmm. if I stand on the tunnel, and this happened this weekend, and Dean, you'll be able to confirm it. To be fair, the uh, the officials were horrendous on Saturday. Yeah. Oh, sorry, they were really poor. So I was told to go and stand in the tunnel and watch what happened. So I stood on the tunnel as the teams were coming, and I witnessed an Evans bashing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> It is remarkable. But the the reason why I say that is, is that complacency-wise, I don't think I'd want to be in that team uh, and even think about becoming complacent because you, you've just got to look around that squad now to think, like, we've got the likes of Pidge, mm-hmm. Weenie. Uh, I don't suppose... Well, Norris isn't the most happiest of chaps at the best of time, is he, really? You can you get that, that vibe from him. And I don't think I'd be one to be on the end of a shoe warning from any of those players around. No, there. So I, no, I, I think I think I, the character of the squads yeah. is uh, yeah. we've got. I think we've got the right. I think we've got the right set of leaders in that squad. That the likes of your Arthur Reeds and yeah. some of the others that are going to and you know the, some of the younger lads like uh, Smith and Sachs. I think I think they might they might they might give them a bit of rope to hang themselves with. And yeah, you know, we've, we've fucking around a bit, but I think that uh, I don't think it's going to last very long. I, I think, think they're going to keep keep them in line mostly. I think you see that even in like on the, in the games as well, like like Friday night, for example. We'll, we made what three three or four subs in like the last five minutes or so, didn't we? 
sort of proper five five, five subs between the 88th and yeah. the 92nd Pro- minute proper yeah. like garbage time substitutions but then yeah. you get the likes of like a jake taylor who's who's literally just come on to get his boots dirty and he would still run his ass off like for the sake of six or seven minutes and yeah ronaldo try watching instead of just <laughs> strolling around you stroppy bitch and, and yeah you just you get that that it is it is rooted in the squad now yeah there's no there's no light there's no andrades no one's carrying anyone anymore <laughs> Are you, you, trying you to can't say that carry you? andrade you can't carry andrade he is the weightiest anchor i've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> yeah when the tough got going it wasn't really andrade's day was it really but yeah i think Again, you go go back a couple of seasons ago, you might have had Scotty who was trying to stand up for the rest of the squad, but certainly no other bigger characters that would be able to do it. And uh, yeah. yeah, that's why at the minute, I really, I just, just don't fear anyone. Do you know what I mean? Yes, there's going to be a slip up. We're going to lose maybe one or two more games or, this season. But... Orient on uh, the 27th is going to be the, a massive test, isn't it? That's yeah. Gonna yeah. Huge. That's going to be a huge game. So looking forward to that. I completely forgot this week that it had been moved off Boxing Day because I don't do Boxing Day football. Never have done. Um, for family reasons, no other reason than that. Um, but that's, yeah, why I, really... that's why I do Boxing Day football. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. But yeah, no, I just I think we need to go in that mindset of fearing nobody. And yeah. I wouldn't be surprised on Saturday, carrying on from where we were this uh, last weekend, that we go again and we do exactly the same thing. A similar result. Think they're just flying. Yeah, it's it's we we've we've said it a few times, you know, and Dean Dean mentioned it as well, where you know we've been sort of looking and going, oh, we 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 might be due a hiding. Where the longer it goes on, the less and less I feel that we are certainly, you know, we I think I think the important thing is you know we got that we had that hiding in in Bradford in September and then we went on a good run and then things started to slip a bit slip a bit sort of like early mid October again didn't they um and you know the performances weren't great we had Gillingham away we had uh, Colchester away we were shite both games like properly shite both games um but the important thing is is that we continue to pick up points yep. regardless of how bad the performances were mm-hmm. um and obviously you know we lost games here and there you know we we weren't great against uh, Northampton and even though it was gotten to lose late on, we can't really argue with that result because they were better than us on the night. You know, we we picked up three points on the road at Doncaster, where we were fucking lucky to come away with anything. If I'm honest, like if if they had strikers that were worth worth their weight in, I mean, shit, literally anything, <laughs> uh, we'd have lost that by several because they were all over us for 90 minutes they were much much better we just got a goal and rode our luck um i i do start to think that do you know what we've we sort of seen out what i would say is a little bit of a rough patch we weren't great in october we've been pretty fucking good in in november um and we've started december well so you never really know do you you never really know uh, it's looking pretty exciting um i'm i'm really looking forward to saturday Winning breeds winning. It's as simple as that, I think. Just keep keep going. I think they're going to be so high and happy. I saw the club put out a little video earlier on of, of training. Yeah. It just looks... I, I nearly replied, could you imagine doing that every day as a job? I mean, geez. Oh, and being in that dressing yeah, room. Good. I mean, 
Did you see uh, Gilbinio? Gilby, yeah, yeah, the best changing room I've ever been in. He, I think that just he ignored my um, <laughs> yeah, he ignored my reply saying, "We'll come make sure you come back next year." Then, yeah, that'll be interesting. Isn't he only with us till January though? Is that right? I, hope not, yeah, no. I thought I thought it was a season long loan. Oh, okay, good. Well, I, I, I hope, hope so. it's a, I hope it's a season long loan. Yeah. I hope he's not <laughs> yeah. gone in January because that'll be fucking devastating. I'm not, I'm not basing that on any facts whatsoever. I don't know why I read that. I think I must have read someone's t- reply saying, "Please stay with us in January." Then, but yeah, I'll, if you do, uh, till, till the end I'll, of the I'll, season. I'll, yeah, it is. perfect. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and no, these temporary loan deals, unless it's for, like emergency cover, don't make sense to me. It should be a loan. It should be a season long or not or nothing. <laughs> And I've just managed to spill tea over my desk. What a plum. Um, <laughs> right, let's um, that's, let, let's move it on. So um, our extra time segment, um, we I was going to talk about the World Cup and just stuff because, you know, it's been fun and we're free to play uh, France on Saturday night. Yada, yada, yada. But uh, I thought, oh, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to see if I can get some Twitter questions. We've had some. Oh, no. No way. I also said I was going to tell you a story. Uh, I don't know if it was on WhatsApp or Twitter. It was on Twitter, but I can't remember what the story was now. As I was thinking earlier on, I'm sure I've been fake. You're right. You're, you're right. You did, you did say that you tell us a story this week. Uh, yeah, but it, it's what that tweet was, and I can't find it at the minute. So, yeah, I'll right. have to say well, that. Well, one, well keep, keep that one in your hat. So, um. So, so first, first question up. We've got, we've got a few. So we'll, we'll, we'll go through all of them. Right. First, first question, question up is actually from uh, Gabriel Sutton. Player of the year so far. Oh, oh my day! It, it's such a fucking difficult question, right? Because, like, I went when I read it, I was like, oh, Jordan Roberts. Oh no, but he keeps getting suspended, and that's a problem. Then I was like. Maybe Danny Rose, um, but then the last what three weeks he's not really been involved as much, and he ain't done done much, and so that's you know it might be it might be a little bit of sort of like recency bias where because he's not in the team as much right now he's sort of at the back of my mind, and then I thought mm-hmm. Pigeon Sweens, Van Cooten, they've all been sensational as well. Ashby Hammond has been superb in goal. He does everything so well, but really quietly. They don't really notice him going around it. Um, yeah, but we sp- I spoke about this uh, on Friday night during the game. And everyone was like, yeah, but he's really, really quiet. I said, well, he's not. I said, have a look at him. And he is screaming. Yeah. You just can't hear him. He's just not, as, Farman, he's not as loud as Farman, but he's, he's just as active. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just goes about his job brilliantly uh, yeah. without really... Many problems. He's, he's yeah. class. He's been brilliant. Um, I'll give you mine straight away, though, if you want. Dino, go on. You go first, mate. Well, I was yeah, I was just going to say. I mean, we could draw up a short list of six or seven and happily yeah. argue the toss for every single one of them. Um, I mean, personally, I'm I'm a big Dan Sweeney fan. I think the difference that him, all right, granted, and Pidge have made in that in that backline is just. It's just I don't know. It's immeasurable, almost. Like I just think they've both been brilliant, and the difference I think they've both, well, certainly Sweeney recently, has added is the fact that we're getting goals from the back as well, which isn't yeah. something we've always, always had. Yeah. So um, yeah, uh... yeah, for me, Sweeney. 
I'll go I'll go the opposite side then for me, Pidge. And simply because he is this year's captain. Came in from Oldham, who had a terrible season as well. So realistically, he wasn't a winning player. Um, so he's our leader on the pitch that puts what Steve Evans wants from that change room out on that pitch. And without him, I think we'd be in a different place. Uh, I almost don't want to do this because I don't want to pick another central defender. Mm. Uh, but I think it's Terence Van Kooten. Oh. Other than that penalty early on against Northampton, what has he done wrong this season? He's class on it. He is class. Absolutely ah. nothing. There, there are a few players in this league, and to be fair, actually, Dan Sweeney might be one of them, that are so calm and cool on the ball that he can do whatever he wants with it at his own pace. Yeah. And yeah. to be fair, Dan Sweeney has made a couple of mistakes and lost yeah. the ball deep when he's trying to skill someone that have resulted in goals. Van Kooten ain't, yeah. ain't, ain't, ain't done that. I just think the lad is sensational. So for me, for me, it's, it's got to be TVC. I've got a bad feeling that we won't see him again after this season. I think... Uh, oh, yeah. He's, amount, I, I wouldn't be surprised. He's out of, contract, out of contract at the end of the yeah. year, isn't he? And the scouts, scouts are here constantly looking at him, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's just... You're right. If you were going to go with... Uh, what he does on the pitch, then great. I'm just sticking by the captain because I just think to myself that you know, he's been absolutely immense. Doesn't do anything like Swings does, that little drag back and pull inside. Yeah. But yeah, I think all three of them have been immense. Also those, those, those two are a big part of why uh, TVC has been as good as he has as well, to be fair. Like, they've brought they him up a level, haven't they? I don't know if they've brought him up a level. I think it also highlights how bad we've been in defence over the past few years and how how good he is. So that's what I, I was know. just going to say. How like how much does it lean into that? The fact that between the three of us, we picked three central defenders, three Stevenage central mm. defenders as players of the season. Like that certainly wouldn't have been in the way in years past. No, like I loved I loved Scotty Cuthbert, but he he got absolutely mm. nothing on any of these three, has he? I'm I'm really sorry to say it. Because I thought mm. at times he was superb for us, but I don't think he's ever put in a performance as good as any of this lot for most of the season. And Prosser certainly never got there, did he? No, no, not we, at all. We certainly oh, signed Prosser a couple of years too late. Yeah, and when he came in, I thought that's that's a sign in that. Um, yeah. Until I heard him open his <laughs> mouth and backstab everyone when he was a sub one day about how bad it is, blah, 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 blah. I'm only here for the money. So I was like, yeah, cheers, Prosser. What's so, yeah. um, there's, there's a different story that he wasn't going to tell <laughs> uh, well there, yeah. you, there you go Gab uh, you decide because we can't um, the second one um, from uh, from Squeegee Clean Windows lovely guy uh, I don't know who he is sorry Squeegee um, he says if we were to make two signings in January which positions and what type of player uh, Dino, you go. Uh, it's firstly, it's got to be another center half, I think. Um, and as close to the mold that these three are out of as we possibly can. Um, mm-hmm. because I think it's it's the key to the way we're playing at the moment. And yeah, it's it's probably our weakest area of depth. 
Um, yeah, I, 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 I couldn't agree more. We've literally been saying it all season, and we were close to getting someone through the door on transfer deadline day, which didn't end up happening. Uh, but it's it's the biggest glaring hole I think we've we've got. Um, I honestly don't know where else to pick someone because no. I think we've had in the last few weeks with uh, Amu coming on and you know he's played he's played well in the in the the couple of games we've seen him. So prob I mean probably there to be fair. Like, I was going to say centre mid just to just to improve the depth there because I wasn't all that impressed with Dean Campbell, but he's been superb recently. Probably a striker that you know we can come in we can, can, can come in and just sit maybe in above Amu because although he's been good recently, like he's still not really you know he, all he's done is score a goal where the ball bounced off of him and went in like he didn't really score it, did he? The goalkeeper dropped it on him. Um, so that would probably be the other position, centre back and centre forwards. I mean, the, the, the nice thing as well is that we're also seeing a 4-4-2 being played. So, realistically, if you had every position covered, you could play PVC, Pidge and Sweeney as a two. And you've still got two wing-backs or two left and right players yeah. anyway. So, yeah. we have actually got the other, but it's that January, you know, take a knock. There's a lot of football being played. So, we've actually got what we need. But, absolutely, we're going to need something, aren't we? I just don't know what, to be fair. I think it's a really difficult question. And I think we've been saying all season... This and that, but at the minute, because we're playing so well, it's hard to see really where yeah. the gaps are. It's a nice position to be yeah. in, is it? Because any signings you're looking oh. for aren't they're not quality signings; they are depth signings. We're yeah. not yeah. we're not yeah. looking to improve what's happening on the pitch because we're actually quite happy with it. It's more to try and keep that consistency. Should, like you say, anybody picks up a knock or anything. Yeah, as, a, as, I mean, as long as we don't sign Zane fucking Westbrook again. <laughs> I tell you what, I'd be willing to give a go. I don't know if the guy's any good. I don't know if you've heard of him. His name's he's, he's had a really bad World Cup. His name's Ilias Chair. I think I'd probably <laughs> bring, bring, bring him in just just in case we need him. He's uh, not had a bad World Cup. He ain't seen the pitch, yeah. mate. Well, that's what I'm saying. I saw a tweet uh, about how much money QPR have made from sending him and Dieng to the World Cup. And it's unbelievable, by the way, the amount of money. It's like 350 grand or whatever for them to be out from QPR. It's unbelievable. Really? Oh, it's yeah, how yeah, have yeah. QPR made money off of it? Yeah. Huh? How have QPR, QPR made money off it? Because the, 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 sure. the championship ain't playing, are they? So there's no, like, there's no compensation because they're unavailable for selection or something. No idea. I'll find the tweet and send it to you, my uh, love. Yeah, go on. That I, I'm well interested in that because I did because I thought. I mean, it, it's never usually a problem in the summer, is it? But I, I didn't think mm. clubs got any kind of money for it, so I, I can't work that one out. There was something like um, ten point eight million pound release or something like that. But yeah, I'll find it and let you know. But yeah, they were well happy about yeah, sending him. Go on, right. um, yeah, it's interesting. Next question. Yeah. Um, next question comes from uh, Steve Evans Diaries. Uh, it's the Steve Evans parody account on Twitter. I wasn't going to drop it in, but um, fuck it, I'm doing it. Um, he's got a question. Don't I deserve a special song this season in recognition of my overall greatness? Uh, and he says, P.S. You can mention Rainer in the chorus, but only to help with the rhyming. 
No. There you go. No. And then moving on, wrap it up with Baldur's. If, brackets, when we get promoted, which players slash positions will we need to upgrade in? Oh, my God. Um, so, I mean, so if we go up, I, I would assume that if we go up, even if we go up, I think we, I think TVC doesn't re-sign because there's going to be a championship team somewhere. It might even be like a a team coming up from League One going into the championship that come in and take him. Um, I don't imagine he's going to re-sign there. So we're going to have to go and go out and get a League One capable centre back. Um, we'll need we'll need to replace Bozzy because he hasn't got the legs. He's hard, hardly got the legs for League Two now. So he's certainly not going to not going to have the legs for League One anymore. Um, so we're definitely going to need to improve there. And again, as much as as much as we've scored eight goals in two games, we still need more clinical forwards. Uh, just because we've happen- happened to have had a good couple of games, you know, against the National League North team uh, and then uh, and then a League Two team, doesn't change the, the fact top- that we've been profligate. So I think. Those are positions we definitely need to strengthen in. And then, you know, we've got things like goalkeeper. Tay's only mm. on loan, so we're going to have to bring in a goalkeeper because Chapman Chapman ain't good enough for League Two, so he's certainly not good enough for uh, League One. Saxon Early will be gone because um, he's only in on loan. Um, Gilby probably mm. gone, although, you know, if he loves it here that much, maybe we do sign him next year. So yeah. there's, a lot, yeah. there's, a lot, there's a lot of questions. There's a lot of questions. I mean, the, the easy answer is everywhere. Because we're there are definitely players going, um, even if it's just loanies and then whoever's out of contract. Um, I do worry about the likes of Taylor not being able to hack it in League One. You know, we might see Reeves a l- more challenged by League One and possibly, possibly starting to find sort of his his lack of physical attributes begin to start limiting him there because you know he's not fast, he's not particularly strong. Luke Norris hasn't historically done all that well in League One, so there's loads of positions where we need, we probably do need to say we need to to strengthen. But as well, how many teams we played in leagues above us and we've beaten them all? So maybe we go fuck Um, it, we can roll with all of them because we're greater than the sum of our parts. League One's terrifying, isn't it? Though you look at that, it's such a horrible league to be in. It's like League One and the Championship are awful, aren't they? It really mm. is, yeah. But both of them, Premier League, Premier League and Championship, are horrible, horrible divisions. They're so unbelievably competitive because you do have like the little club clubs, sort of like us, like Forest Greens, like Cambridge, <laughs> uh, coming up, like <laughs> trying to sort of punch above their weight and go to toe to toe with the clubs that have spent multiple seasons in recent history. Fighting, fighting it out in the championship. You know, it's a, it's fucking difficult. It's really fucking difficult. So I think the, uh, it was interesting. Borders sent that question in because I put about it on a tweet of that, and he actually replied. But also, Boise replied as well, and he came out with saying that the chairman said that the funding wouldn't be able to let us effectively be a League One team. So I think the funding model would completely have to change, and it's changed this season by clearly the chairman putting in loads more money for us to have this squad. So, yeah, it all depends, doesn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. the, 
the lack of Premier League football and, and, and how well we're playing and those gates getting higher this year could do us a favour moving into League One. But it does terrify me going into that league thinking we've got to hold our own. Cambridge went up there for one season. They did all right. And then this year, I mean, they are, they are doomed. Cambridge are going down, I reckon. Yeah, absolutely. They are drop. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I think it would need comp- a complete rethinking. And also, don't forget, every year we get to the end of the, end of the season and think to ourselves, right, who's actually staying here? Or we've got a brand new squad to look after as well, um, which has got to be completely different. You've got to keep the spine of that team together. So, yeah. No, it, I, I think it would only be the gaps filled by those lone players, to be fair. I don't yeah, think... Yeah, lone players. And then you could, I would assume that... I mean, we've got so many players that have played really well. Mm. And... We as a club don't, you know, not many League One, League Two teams uh, sign players on three, four year deals, do they? It's all one and one or two yeah. years at most. So I would, I would assume, without looking, the likes of Norris, Reed, probably Rose, Clark, Taylor, Reeves, most of them are probably on a on on their final year. Um, certainly the ones that were here last year, uh, Listy. I don't know if he signed on for another year or two, but again, you know, there's list we've forgotten about Listy, but you you mm. would assume that this injury probably prevents him from moving on, unless we don't re-sign him, um, unless he comes back into the team and absolutely wallops it, you know. Um, and it also seems Steve Evans was going to give us two years, and again, that's another project worry, isn't it? I think we were yeah. all kind of agreeing at the time that. Steve Evans was brought in to steady the ship, save us first and foremost, steady the ship, do really well. But I don't think any of us at this this time last year would have said, you know, where we're going to be next year in second place. You know, <laughs> we were talking about Rev, Can you imagine? Rev, yeah, Rev staying underneath him, learning his art and his trade properly under a proper manager and then going again. But as it stands, if we do go up, don't think Revs would be able to step in in League One and go, oh, well, I'm here now, I know what I'm doing. Nah. No. So you've got to be looking at bigger and better again, which is unbelievable. But yeah, for me, you need a, a different a different funding model and how, how we can get more people in, even more people in, and even better players, which is which is crazy, really crazy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we've 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 done amazingly well to get on the on the sort of the commercial side of things to get the likes of Amazon Gaming um, on board and and funding us because you know the injection of money from them. Is a, is clearly you know is clearly reflected in the standard of players we signed this season. Whereas you know you would have thought that well, I mean the, the money that Burger King even put in, you know, we saw a lot of those players coming in. We were like, well, Jesus Christ! Like, there's a lot mm-hmm. of players here. The problem was they were all sort of getting to the tail end of their careers, and it just made for a really lethargic, old, crappish yeah. squad, didn't it? Like watching us on mm. a Monday. <laughs> Don't know about that, Don't know about that. Steve, Stevenage, Stevenage veterans, yeah. So yeah, no, I am. Um, good set of questions. There was there there was another one that's just come in, but I haven't got a clue what the guy means, so I'm just gonna not read it out. Sorry if you're listening, Jonathan. Sorry, I didn't understand your question. Uh, we need to wrap up now, anyway. So uh, we've got to touch on one thing before we go. Uh, go no. on, go on. FA Cup day and time. <sighs> Oh yeah, so uh, the uh, FA Cup fixture against Aston Villa is now going to be played on Sunday the 8th of January with a 4.05 kickoff or 4.30 kickoff or some shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, wow. 
it's not been announced. It's not been announced. Uh, or I certainly haven't seen it be announced. But basically, that time, that kickoff time, it only gets moved for television. And if it ain't on in the UK, it means international television. Yeah, that's um, it. They so have said in, that now. They have admitted yeah. it. Quite good. I think. I think I probably. Uh, I probably forced their hand on that a little bit on that because I commented to loads of people saying it's international. They're, they're, it's being shown internationally, 100%. Because um, I've seen it happen before where clubs haven't actually announced it and it doesn't get mentioned and they don't say anything. But here we are. So, yeah. It's international. Lovely. It means more bag for us. Still got to go there, haven't we? It's going to be unbelievable. What's oh, yeah, hour? yeah. I mean, I've already, I've already paid for my fucking hotel, so <laughs> I'm there. Do you know what I'd like to see, though? Um, um, people of the SA might be able to help out because I think a lot of people are going to have to rely on the coaches that day simply because <laughs> yeah. uh, train strikes etc I'd love for the coaches just to be up there earlier just leave at 10 o'clock be there at 12 soak in the atmosphere or or whatever do you know what I mean I think it would be great yeah, for a lot of good, yeah. to get together beforehand and uh, be together and celebrate the day regardless of the outcome even, even if the only place you can really do it with that amount of people is is Get them, in there. Yeah. Get, get, get them in there. Get them in. Get them in. Get them in the into the ground. Yeah. In the concourses and that. Get 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 some atmosphere building. I think yeah. Dean, we were in. Uh, where did we go in the last season? Carlisle. Yeah. We got we got into the ground quite quite early, and I just I felt like oh this 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 could be really good, and then it weren't. <laughs> the, perform- the, the performance was shit, mm-hmm. but. We were in such a massive stand, and there was actually a relatively decent number of fans there, considering it's considering about, about ninety odd, I think. Ninety or I think no, I think it was over a hundred, wasn't it? It might, it might have been. Yeah. It um, went bad. I, I thought the numbers were pretty good, but it's such a massive stand that you get chucked in. That we were so fucking spread out. <laughs> there was no atmosphere whatsoever, was there? No, that, that that did kind of kill it, especially for sort of like. Like you say, the buzz in the concourse when everybody's together and like having yeah. a drink or whatever and just chatting, chatting around about the game, and yeah, yeah. for so, something like that for you know what let's say might be a new ground for a lot of people as well seems to be yeah. something for people to talk about, sites to take in and the like. Yeah, I'm quite I'm quite looking forward to, looking forward to getting up on the uh, Sunday Sunday morning, not having to rush. Get up, have a nice big fry up, and then uh, head over to the ground. I think from where I am, if I remember correctly, I can get a tram, which is a five-minute walk away from the hotel, right down to the ground. Perfect. With absolute touch. Logistics manager. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right, anyway. Right. uh, Very, very last thing before we go. Uh, We need predictions for Saturday, boys. Uh, Dean, because Patrick ain't here, you can do his prediction for him. Uh, as is like as, as is our um tradition. Yeah. Uh, we've uh, we well we've lumbered trackers with other people's bad predictions. So uh... <laughs> say something stupid, Dean. Oh no, 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 we're not stupid. It's two, it's two nil Borough. That's what I like Saturday. Two nil Borough. I feel like that's what Pat would say anyway. He said 2-0 for Ooh. Friday. I think that's good. I'm going to go 3-1. Three, three uh, and I think we might concede first. Um, winning, Breezy. It's winning. 
up the borough. Oh, four 0 Drakkers! You went. You, you said we'd lose two 0 on Friday night, so I'm glad that you've uh, <laughs> you're back on side. Indeed, good fair weather. Right there we go. That's it. Thank you for coming on and filling, f- attempting to fill Patrice's uh, beautiful <laughs> boots. Dino, well, I, I hope I did all right. Yeah, <laughs> just. You, you, did well, mate. You, you did well, mate. Yeah. Well, yeah, well done. Drackers, uh, thanks for coming on and being your wonderfully positive, happy self. Oh, thank you. No worries, mate. Do you see how I prepared to start out to, how to sign off this one today a little bit? <laughs> right, I've got to go. I'm going to play oh. football. Cool. See you later, bitches. Love you. <laughs> up again and it's in Graziani Mourinho bursting from midfield it's Mourinho well if that is the goal to win the promotion it's certainly worthy of it on Old Trafford Cracker in front of the Stratford end What do you reckon the player's favourite McDonald's is? Sweeney screams fillet of fish to me. I can see that. I reckon TVC loves a McFlurry because they're smooth as silk like his first touch. Do you reckon Macca loves a Macca's? I mean, obviously. Just look at his cheeky face. And Revs definitely takes down a McNuggets share box on his bill. You want to watch what you say about our team's nutritionist? Order McDelivery now from the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.